Okay, Rugby League Outsiders back again, and today we're very fortunate being invited down to St George's Park to check in with the England wheelchair squad as they prepare for what is going to be a massive clash with the French team. This is the first time they've they've met <laughs> since the World Cup final. So, Carl, first impressions? It's on a different level to anything we've seen so far. It's it's international rugby and it, this, you know, it feels so much different to anything anything we've covered before. Um, it's very exciting yeah, just to see how the guys are going on in training. Yeah, and it's a special place. Obviously, this is where the England football team will, uh, trains and prepares. To be here, you know, you just walk around the place and you stand a little bit taller, you feel a bit more proud because there is, you know, there's a lot of, lot of history here. So um, what's your impressions of the facilities, Cal? It's absolutely top top draw facilities. Um, I've never been to a place like this to, to watch the team train. It feels like elite level sport and what elite level sport should feel like. Yeah. So what are you looking at getting out of today then, Cal? What can people watching this episode expect? I want to see. Um, well, you, you can see the guys are training at the minute. I, I want to. I want the the viewers to get a bit of a feel for how the team prepares and how they going into such a big game. Obviously, it's a little bit different for the England squad this time because they're now the champions, so you know they've got to defend their title now. Um, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see uh, how they prepare for such a game and, and see what the mindset's like and, and get, get a bit of uh, intricacies into the, you know, into the detail of the actual training for me. Yeah, and for me, just the first things I've been working on this morning, not going to give it away because I'm not sure when this will go out, but you know, everything is about the game with France. Everything is about the progression of the game and how it's changing and how they can combat that. And, and like you said, it, it is the small stuff that they're working on, which they believe is going to be you know, pivotal in coming out on top. Cal, any player in particular that you've, you've really got your eye on and you want to learn a little bit more about? Um, do you know what? To me, a lot of these are kind of like celebrity names, so it doesn't really matter who we speak to. Um, I'm interested to get stuck into a lot of them, to be honest with you. Like I say, they became household names. You know, they, they, these guys have met royalty, the royal family. You know, it's it, so you know whoever we meet today, oh, you know, it's, it doesn't matter. Yeah, just I don't know if you picked that up on the camera there, but the clash as two chairs smashed into each other was just massive. Oh yeah, it's it's really loud. That's the the first thing I noticed as soon as we were like, I'm like, oh my god, it's like it's like a car crash. That, that's the, that was the first thing I noticed straight away. We've been practicing yesterday. That's just the way that the games go, and we have to prepare to be able to stop that. So, and at this point, it's about communication. Based on the way that Wayne's looking to pass the ball, his body shape, and the way that the uh, backfield is shaping up. Uh, right, I'm here with uh, Tom, the England uh, head coach. Um, Tom, just talk me through. What's been different this time? You, you obviously you're training at the uh, the International Football Centre. Everything's going up a level. You know, talk me through what's been going on this weekend. Well, we wanted to pay respect to the players who who not only achieved fantastic success last year, but have put 
uh, an amazing season together in the yeah. way that they've played. The, the Wheelchair Super League has been the best that it's ever been with regard to fan engagement, quality of play, corporate engagement. Uh, we had a, a record crowd at the grand final, so it, it felt like you, we have to just keep up in our game. And yeah. I, I don't know where we go from here is the, is the challenge <laughs> yeah. now, but I, I'm very happy here. Um, it's an amazing facility. We've been hosted incredibly well and rubbing shoulders with, with people who we've taken inspiration from in the Lionesses this weekend who've been here between Belgium fixtures. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we couldn't be happier. So it's been a, a two-day camp. How have you broke it down into the two days? Is it, is it full-on training or has it been a bit of everything? Well, it was an early start yesterday. So it's, it's pretty kind of central convergence for everyone in, in the squad because we've got some from the southeast and then the others from up north. So yeah. probably... Started the day on average about 5am on Saturday morning and then we finished at 10 o'clock last night and that was probably four and a bit, four and a half hours of training and then the same amount in meetings, right. uh, meals to split the day up, so a proper full on day. Sundays, um, less meetings and more training with more of a defence focus, whereas Saturday was attack and uh, we'll have a, a little bit of an earlier finish, so everyone should be on the way home by three o'clock. So are you going into sort of, is this team run through now? You, you're sort of mm. putting the final nuts and bolts together for the big clash against France? That's right, yeah. I mean, we've had uh, three camps up to this point, so we've been kind of trying to refine ourselves after the the furore of the World Cup, yeah. you know, and and coming down off of that high and, and set, letting things settle and, right, where are we at now? What sort of players are we? We've paid loads of attention to the way that the guys are playing in the Super League and we've looked to implement their own evolution into the way that England plays. So we, we definitely haven't tried to reinvent the wheel because we were a great team that played great yeah. rugby last year, but we've just added some new pieces in this weekend and then this last session today is is trying to knit it all together. So obviously it's going to be a bit different this time playing France. You're now the you know the holders, the World Cup holders, whereas before you was almost the, you know the underdogs trying to knock them off the pedestal. How have you approached it differently this time? Yeah, it's always been like big brother, little brother in yeah. a sense that they'd always been playing for longer and they always will have been playing for longer. But like you say, the, the dynamics shifted and um, yeah, there's a new challenge with that. There's the, the, the world's looking at us. Everyone who knows Wheelchair Rugby League knows that England are the champions. So um, I think you've got to embrace that rather than hide from it. And you've got to approach that responsibility that you have and, and look to do it justice, you know. So we want, to, we want to play the absolute best we can, but we want to keep championing the sport and, and taking pride in the inclusivity that, that we put forward into the world. Yeah, so it's, it's looking like it's going to be a big crowd in Leeds um, next weekend. Um, what can we expect from this England team now? Any sort of change in taxes? I know you're not going to want to give anything away. Um, but what, you know, what can we expect from this England side as opposed to the last England side? I think it will look very different. I think um, you know James Simpson's retired and he was a massive part of the leadership team. Yeah. So uh, people step up, don't they? Teams are always changing. The coaching staff's changed. Dave Banks has moved up into a coaching role. So um, all those influences mean that that will play a very different brand of rugby, and so will France. If you look at their squad compared to the World Cup final, it's like 50% different. So. Yeah. Um, that will mean for a very different looking game, I think. But um, the fact that I don't know what it's going to look like gets me excited. Yeah. Okay. Well, all the best on Saturday and appreciate the time. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, may we have
Seb Bashara, middle of the training session, just stopped for a little bit break. Um, I'm interested to know, you obviously play over in France with Catalan, you're going to be up against a lot of your sort of teammates. What, what can we expect from the French team this time? Uh, every single year it's a massive rivalry. Um, you know, we always have very, very close, tight, violent, physical games. So, uh, yeah, really looking forward to it. It's the biggest challenge to uh, beat the French. So, um, yeah, just really, really looking forward. They're going to come out banging on fire, uh, want to give it everything. They want to prove a point. Obviously, they lost the World Cup last year and uh, they just want to prove that they're, they're better than us and uh, we're going to prove that they're not. So, yeah, that, that's basically it. How does the, the French game differ from the English game or is there no difference? Is the, is the similarities or you know, tactically are they different? I think in, in the past there used to be quite a few differences whereas like the, 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 the French had that French flair. Uh, boys, we were trying to talk here, boys. <laughs> Sorry about that. Go on. So, yeah, well, yeah, go on. yeah, in the past like the French were seen, they had this French flair and they, they always used to offload a lot and had... Just nothing quite structured or organised, but it was just free-flowing and, and such a fast-paced team. Uh, and we used to be really structured and a, an organised team, and we had everything thought through before the game happened. But that's changed quite a lot now. We've, we've, we've kind of mixed both together, and I think we've become um, not a perfect team, but we're getting close to that because we really mixed up the structure and the open play uh, and that flair. And so I think nowadays we're pretty close uh, on, on the things we do we, we do similar things um, do think we're better prepared we, we've got you know more backing now more staff yeah. the cameras permanently on we're always watching back and analysing everything we do and I just think we're, we're in a place where we're just um, we're preparing better than they are and I think that will give, give us the edge on Sunday and how how does it feel sort of going into this one almost as favourites as champions rather than you know being the underdog uh, we've had chats about this and we, we always want to be the challenger and, and not the champion. Um, we're not acting as champions, we're going in the game as uh, not favourites. So that's the mindset we want to yeah. have because, you know, we, we just want to, we don't want to take it for granted that we're going to win. Uh, we just keep, want, we just want to keep evolving, um, you know, building on, on what we've achieved, but not just uh, staring at that accomplishment and not, not evolving from that. We just, we want to continue progressing and getting better and just be you know recognized and remembered as as a great great team um so we just you know as i said keep on evolving we're going to keep practicing get better uh we're going to win this game win next year win the next world cup and just re be remembered as greats that's the challenge. good, good that's, sound that's, by that that's brilliant what we're do, honestly okay cheers for your time thanks a lot thank you to me and taking what's going on watch it watch it wait 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 tag down tag now let's put these spots down Okay, here we are with Dave Banks. Uh, Dave, obviously massive heritage in the game of rugby league. You know, I think yes. pretty much everyone recognises your face has been the, you know, the, the sidekick of some some big coaches out there. Well, what's your role here with the wheelchair game? Like, kind of, what kind of stuff do you get involved in? So I'm the assistant coach um, from this year. So previous to that, for the last two or three years, I was the analyst for the team. Um, and our assistant coach after the World Cup decided to move on and Tom asked me if I would step in to that role and I'm more than happy to. Obviously a lot of people like to compare the wheelchair game to the running game and, and we, you know, just here today we can see parts of it and aspects of it. What is the, what is the things that people won't necessarily spot that, that is, that's similar to the running game? Oh, similarities to the running game. I guess it's the way that we attack 
Um, what we're trying to do when we attack is trying to create space and we're trying to create sort of two-on-one situations, which in the running game you do it a little bit more with a bit more sophistication, I suppose, because defences are a little bit more well-organised because it's the professional athletes. Um, our guys do it... Um, say for fun but they're, they're not professional athletes so they're not training day in day out so and what we're trying to do is we're trying to create space and we're trying to um, make 2v1s uh, throughout the uh, throughout the field and um, I think that's the thing that, that sort of um, links together the running game attack wise and the, and the, uh, the wheelchair game and just just for yourself personally what what new challenges has this role brought to you I've had to learn the sport, <laughs> effectively. Um, so when when Tom spoke to me um, back in 2020 and asked me to become involved in in, um, in the team, I had some reservations because what I had no idea about this sport. I had no idea about wheelchair rugby league. I had no idea about wheelchair athletes. Um, so I had to learn a lot about the way that the chair moves, the way that they, each individual athlete moves because of all the, the different considerations for that. So, for example, Wayne, who's, who's sort of paralysed from, from the, from the chest down, down yeah, um, he moves differently to Lewis, uh, to, um, to, uh, to Seb, because they all have slightly different conditions. Um, so it was being able to understand how people move in their chair and what were they capable of doing um, that then helped me to understand this sport a little bit better. And then as soon as I got to my, my first training session with uh, with the team, it was, wow, it was like love at first sight. Yeah. yeah. I know, we, we feel exactly the same. Yeah. If you could describe the culture of the England setup, including, yeah. you know, you, the players, all the supporting staff, in three words, what would those three words be? Um, that's not one of them, by the way. <laughs> love. So I think everybody loves what they do and loves each other. Connection, because there are connections that, that extend beyond being in camp and playing games. Um, made friends for life through, this, through this, uh, this team. And excitement, because I get excited every time I come to this, um, to this camp. I get excited every time there's a game. I get excited every time that I watch um, watch these guys on TV or uh, go watch them playing for the clubs. So I think, yeah, those, those are probably the three words that I, would, that I would use. You've obviously been involved in big games in the past, yeah. you know, and big campaigns over seasons and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. What, what will winning this game next Sunday mean to you, personally? Every game's important. Every game for England is important. Um, but some are more important. Some are, yeah, some are more important than others. No, I think what Tom and I were chatting uh, last night about the importance of this and the importance of this next game and the importance of uh, our planning for the next few years. And I came up with an example that I thought was, was quite relevant um, and it was about um, Mark Cavendish in the Tour de France. So Mark Cavendish gets asked every time that he's in the Tour de France, you're going to beat Eddie Merckx's record because you, you've won 35 uh, uh, stages of the Tour. Um, but what he says, which I, and I sort of believe him, is that everyone is, is important. Everyone is special. Everyone stands alone. They, they don't sort of all add up. And that's what this game means next week. It's special because it's England. It's England rugby league. You're representing people um, who play this 
play the running game, you're representing kids that, that, that run around who are five years old, you're representing the Super League players that, that earn a living out of the game, you're representing people who use a wheelchair every day, you're representing disability sport, you're representing um, able-bodied athletes, um, and you're representing our sport, which means that which means a lot to me. Um, so that's as important as the fact that we are playing France and the fact that there is a connection there. Um, but every time that every time we get the opportunity to, to help these people play, that's uh, that's important for me. All right. Well, good luck, Dave. I'm going to uh, keep an eye on what you're up to yeah. next Sunday because we're there at the game. So uh, yeah, good luck, mate. All the best. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Okay, here we are, the uh, the end of the day's filming at St George's Park. Um, incredible day, Craig. Uh, it's the best day I've had since we started filming this. Um, what what, you, what have you taken from today? I think one of the biggest things I've taken from today is the fact that wheelchair rugby league is now at an elite level, you know, with elite personalities around the team conducting their business in an elite manner uh, and that can only translate onto the pitch. I've also learned that wheelchair rugby league is not superficial rugby league. Rugby league runs through the game on, a, on every level. Every, every level uh, is it part of rugby league. Um, and the, the final thing that I've learned is just how much inclusivity means to, to everybody that's involved in the squad. And You know, we're not just talking about able-bodied, disabled, you know, impaired. Like those guys, they, they love each other, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? They've got a lot of time, a lot of care, you know, for each other. And it's that age-old thing. If you can play with people with a smile on your face and love the people around you, then you'll go far. And, and that's that's what I took away. What about you? I think for me, first of all, it's, I, I don't think the guys realise how much they're actually doing for the sport. They're absolutely, they, you know, they are superstars of the game now. Where you know, They probably didn't set out to be superstars of the game, but that's where they are and that's now where the sport is. But just how much they want to bring the sport on for everybody else and for the next generation and the generation after that. And, and it's... It's just exciting to to see where the wheelchair game's going. It feels like we're still only at the start of the of the journey that the wheelchair rugby league's going. And I I think in the next sort of four or five years it it could be it could be in one of the biggest sports in the UK. It really does have the type of people behind it that can help it grow. So yeah, that, for me that that's brilliant days filming. Um, with a brilliant set of people and I, I hope that everybody that's watching it is going to enjoy the episode uh, take it in uh, and all you know the final thing to say is I hope they get the win against France next weekend uh, it's going to be an absolute cracking cracking game got anything to finish on? No it's just been a privilege really has been a privilege having this little insight into you know an, an elite team um, yeah everything's pinned on this next game uh, next week 
and uh, I can't, can't wait, can't wait to watch it. No, I can't. So the uh, yeah, the next time you'll see us will be next Sunday. It'll be at the at the at the internationals, right? So yeah, yeah. stay tuned and uh, hope you enjoy the episode.